Um, you have nobody really knows me, Sherry. Nobody really knows the real Ed Offerman. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I want to real me. <laughs> that's that's part of this because you do bring a lot of fantastic information, but I think a lot of times in that information, how it affects you and kind of what you've been going through gets lost because there is so much corruption. There is so much of, of what Barry and I went through and we're kind of all over the board because to cover it all is is almost, it just seems, you know, overwhelming. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard you know me talk about it, but I, I definitely have some PTSD from, from j- just from some of the, Subjects I cover on the air, you know, and then plus on top of that, the stuff I get involved with off the air, uh, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I kind of so before we jump into some of the things that um, that you've been talking about, because I I don't I definitely want to go there. I do want to cover. I had heard you say before about PTSD and I. I got it, you know, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, that's not happening. I didn't have any question about it, but I really didn't have an understanding of it until this last year, because I feel like that that is part of what I got to experience. And and a lot of it came from the Pizzagate uh, incident, or I don't know, what do you even call that? Because it's not a freaking incident, like it's a nightmare. It's like a bigger scandal and a bigger ordeal than anything that, people have ever seen i feel like and um was that something that had a huge effect on you as well or or was it something else yeah pizza gate was one of the things uh, especially when i saw that artwork uh, i think her name is abramovich that woman the the serbian artist and yes. she, you know, you've seen that right the pictures of those kids being abused at that pool that public pool you know uh, yes. Those paintings and and when because that is just so realistic. There's no way that came from somebody's head. That's a. Oh wait, we got more music playing. Wait, wait, hold on, sorry. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's heckling me over here. <laughs> your, your former producer. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I love Steven. I hope he's yeah. okay. I I wanted to give a shout out to him and I kind of got distracted. He's gone through some major stuff. So. Yeah, you know, we we should, yeah, everyone should know that uh, our our friend Steve Roberts from Cancer the Cabal just went through uh, bypass surgery yesterday, so thank God he's better, Uh, but uh, good old Steve, we love you, man, thank you very much for uh, for pulling through here, and not, uh, although, how do we really know he hasn't been cloned? I know, tell me, I'm going to do some testing. (laughs) There you go. Did you see his picture that he, um, you know, stuff his beard, I'm I'm thinking, hmm, now that they had to have put him to sleep for. That's (laughs) different Steve. (laughs) Anyway, I want to. Okay, so let's get back to the thing. I mean, you're right. Those pictures were so graphic and so gross. And then did you see and and this is what I guess started to really get my mind rolling was they started talking about a lot of the rituals that were happening. And they were showing these parties that were not a secret. I mean, they're they're for a secret group, but they're they're like, oh, we have YouTube videos of them and they're eating people, but they're not really people. They're just cake and you know whatever it was so disgusting and again um the pictures and the innuendos of the abused children was just phenomenal 
Yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'll say, well, wh where's the beef, you know? Like, where's the real evidence with Pizzagate and stuff like that? Now, and I can tell you, if this was a, a regular custody case, two parents, mother and father, you know, and uh, I were to find that evidence on the father's Instagram, he would he would have supervised visitation with his own kids. He would not be able to visit his own kids. Uh, we, that would be gold. That would be a gold mine of evidence to take into family court. Uh, and for people to say that oh well, there's really no hard evidence. There's nothing. To, you know that's significant evidence there. You know, and, and you're right. It, it, it was traumatizing. And now I guess we're desensitized to it. But when it first came out, it was traumatizing because here are these people in power doing this right in front of our face. I think that I think you're right. I think that was the biggest aspect of and people can take this for what it is, but it's the betrayal of a system that we at least on some level believe that we could adjust to be again for the people realizing that it was so corrupt and so deeply embedded. I think and you I, I'd like to have your opinion on the indictments because the numbers that I have are close to 200 a little less maybe and you know there's still only less than 50 of them are unsealed and again they're not naming what seems to be the main players yeah right and supposedly that there's uh, between 200 and some people are saying 5,000 uh, sealed indictments uh, but we we don't know what that's relating to. That could be street gangs. That could be, uh, you know, because Trump is going crazy in, uh, deporting people, you know, that have been here 30 years. That could be all uh, street gangs and stuff like that. We have no idea. Or that could be medical marijuana dispensaries. We have no idea what that is. And, and to, I don't know where it came from. Do you know where that came from? That somehow that's connected to pedophiles or Pizzagate? Someone's imagination. And, well, it, it, I'll be honest with you how it was kind of... Because I don't follow like you do. That's one of the things, and that's one of the reasons that I listen to your show is so that I can keep updated on things. Okay. But um, it was given to me by somebody, and I'm not going to mention their name. Somebody outside of our circles was like, holy crap, um, have you seen this? And um, I, I, I didn't try to confirm the information because they are um, in the legal world and blah, blah, blah. And so I just assumed which we all know what that can do, yeah. um, that it was legitimate. That doesn't mean it's true because I did not do it. I didn't research it myself. I haven't looked up co-courts. I have not, um, I haven't done the research probably that I should. But I guess the reason that it hit me so hard is, and I, maybe you'll remember this, but I, so because I'm, you know, and this won't be a newsflash to anybody who's heard my show, and this shouldn't be a newsflash for you. Um, I was born with vision, and sometimes things or I'll, I'll, things will hit me in a weird way. And I did this show about these kids, like basically their souls being sucked out of them. But it that was really a drama. You know, that was being dramatic, but it was the energy. It was all of this stuff that was being done to these kids has more of a purpose than just gaining uh, um, sexual gratification you know, thank you yeah, yeah. And, and so it really as being a witch and, and being I guess so tightly involved in magic and not in that way at all and then seeing and feeling it done in that way I also I felt the betrayal I felt the um, horrific horrific 
almost guilt for not seeing it before and then there's really nothing at that point that you can do and and people may think that this is just a few kids that this is happening to but the numbers are horrifying i mean when you start looking at what the clintons were doing and how they were trafficking thousands and thousands i mean i don't do you know the numbers have you heard numbers of the amount of of children and women and even young boys i mean it wasn't they weren't that selective well the, the thing is is i know what you're talking about how whatever they're obtaining from molesting these kids and abusing these kids it goes beyond sexual gratification there's some kind of spiritual pressure with that because even with the catholic church where you hear about these priests where they've molested 400 kids in a 10-year period you know, you know like no normal you know no normal person has sex with women or, or men with 400 you know, these kind of I know. Right. sorry so there's something way more involved in this now and, and it goes way beyond the clintons you know because everybody's involved uh, you know I, i've done shows going back to the franklin cover-up a conspiracy of silence i had tim tate on my show it's in my member section go to oppermanreport.com find my pretty much exclusive interview with tim tate who was the producer of conspiracy of silence the whole franklin cover-up story that was banned from tv and i had henry vincent who was a confessions of a dc madam who was the pimp who provided the kids for that all that stuff Holy crap. Oh, yeah. No, I got a lot of good stuff. So and, and he talks about how he, he was throwing these parties and, and uh, uh, what's his name? La Lawrence uh, King was there and Craig Spence was there and Craig Spence had a whole Secret Service a battalion of a, a security guards with him. And they, they filmed him and they blackmailed him and that they would throw these parties and people. He mentioned names. People like Ted Koppel would come to these parties. He mentioned the name, not me. So all this stuff is going on, uh, you know, uh, and I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, no, no. How, how many kids? How many kids? Okay, so, so we know that it, it goes on with, the, with this prostitution in both parties, right? But the Clintons were, were importing kids from uh, Haiti. We know that for a fact because they, they've sent lawyers in down, down to protect one of the people that were sending kids over with these adoptions. But I've done some work recently on these foreign adoptions. See, when, when so Trump's had that meeting at Trump Tower with those Russians, and I said, well, we were talking about Russian adoptions. I'll tell you real quick, okay, what happened was, when I was looking at all the Pizzagate stuff, there was the, uh, an adoption agency name was, uh, was uh, um, clicking likes on the Instagram of, of Elephantis. So I started looking into it, and I found out that this adoption agency, it was called Angel Adoption, something like that, they had a lot of scandals within their... Uh, above ground activity and one of the things was is that they had paid for this woman's medical fees and, and they actually stole her baby from her she changed her mind she didn't want to give up the baby and they grabbed the baby out of her hands in the hospital parking lot so i contacted this group called save our sisters and they were familiar with a lot of these kind of cases that go on in the adoption process all throughout the united states the adoption process is rife with abuse with kids disappearing, no one knows where they're going to. No one's vetting these families out whatsoever. Now, uh, that particular adoption agency, they went out of business and they changed the managers and all kinds of stuff like that to, to kind of go underground after the Pizzagate stuff came out. So now when I heard this thing going on at Trump Tower about these Russians, and I, and I said, well, they're talking about adoptions. And everyone says, oh, oh, oh that's a cover story. They're really talking about um, uh, you know, collusion. And I says, no, wait a minute. Maybe they are talking about adoptions because there's a lot of you know, corruption going on with these adoptions. I mean, look into this. 
I found out with these overseas adoptions, and my God, there's so many countries that have no vetting whatsoever. You could just go there, go to a daycare center, steal a kid, and bring it back, okay? Uh, there's nothing. There's no paperwork, nothing. You could just take kids from yep. foreign, you know, like uh, Asian countries, African countries. Just take any kid you want and bring, you get it back on a plane, and you got it home, okay? That's all you need. Now, but even the countries that do vet out as little as they do, Russia was one of the better ones that was vetting out. There was a, there's only like 10 countries that do anyway. But once these kids get here, these kids are so damaged. They were brought up in orphanages. They were brought up. They, they have problems. There's a whole system here in the United States that when these kids get here, the, the adoptive parents don't want them and they want to get rid of them. They're desperate to get rid of them. And there's websites and there's groups and there's communities who advertise these kids to just get them the hell out of their house. And, and I've seen these websites, by the way. My little 10-year-old girl is abusing alcohol. She's sexually active. She's very sexually aggressive. And, and she's using marijuana and alcohol. Here's a picture of her. Who wants her? And now who do you think is going there and taking those kids? Uh but that's the whole thing is, I guess, and this is where I guess I have a lot of, of different questions. And in fact, well, I don't have a lot of questions. I, it, Stephen Roberts had sent me, when when all of this came out, when we were talking about it before, and I told you that it kind of got, you know, hush-hushed, he had sent me these books on, um, basically, well, one of them was called, like, Sexual Sabotage. And basically, it, it talks about exactly what we've been saying. Like, it's not just about the sexual satisfaction of anyone. It's about that damaging that you're speaking of, being able to, if you mess somebody up bad enough, you can continue to control them. I mean, we see that when, when kids or, or people are kidnapped and put under torture treatments, they come out and they, they either love their abuser or they're so messed up that they can, they're not functional. You know, there's all these different, I'm not saying that that's for everybody, but in so many directions. And so, to me, and I guess one of the things that I, I, I want to kind of go into with you, or I, I wanted to ask you, is when you're, when you're discussing these types of rituals, and then you're taking a look at now these indictments, and no mention of the Catholic Church. <laughs> right, that's, that's a good question, yeah. <laughs> wow, like. I, I, and I, people are like, well, what do you mean? They, why would they be involved? What do you mean? Why would they be involved? So many of the people on that list, the only way that they would actually even have access to um, trafficking or doing that type of thing in the United States is through the church, through the Catholic church. Wait, but the thing is, again, with these indictments, whether there's 200 or 5,000, the numbers are all over the place. Uh, there's no indication that this has anything to do with child, child trafficking or any kind of sexual abuse or anything like that. No, we have no idea what these indictments are about. They're sealed. You're right. You're, you're absolutely <laughs> you know? right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, a lot of this goes back, too, to this crazy article that came out by this woman, Kronken. Uh, that in the beginning of Trump's, uh, uh, after he was elected, she came out with this article saying that the, the, the new Trump administration has 1,400 pedophile arrests. And never before in history, in two months, and, and Obama only had 408 years. I, I looked into that, okay? And I did a couple, I did a series of shows about it. It's absolute bullcrap. Uh, those, I talked to the cops. 
<laughs> we're running the, the, the investigations. The, all of those uh, uh, investigations started way before Trump was ever even uh, running for president. They were, they, and it, they had been done three years, four years prior. They've been doing them every year. All that stuff is total crap. And then they said how they rescued all these kids. If you read the press release and if you actually talk to the officers who were involved in this investigation, the four-year investigation, uh, these were just kids that they ran across. A woman was committing prostitution and she had little kids living in her house. So they arrested the mother and they had to take the kids into foster care overnight or a week. They weren't rescuing kids from pedophile rings. This is made up. That's horrifying to me, I guess, because... I have been feeling like, or I've been saying even, that I felt like it was a front. Now, do you remember, are, are you familiar with the Illuminati card game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in November of last year, not last November, but November of 2016, I was shown and was told that the card of one secret society shall be revealed was pulled by the Illuminati. Whatever the F word that means. And all of a sudden, we start seeing, again, these indictments, you see Pizzagate, you start hearing all these different things, and even in the main media, or whatever you want to call that, the, the mainstream media that is corrupted. But yeah, the, the paid-off blackmailed media. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't even know what like, yeah. But it's, you know, you're, you were seeing things off and on about these different subjects. Well, do you feel like or have you seen that now again it seems to have disappeared for one thing that I'm noticing? Like we're not seeing it anywhere in the mainstream. And even with our groups and different things, it, it's everything has been taken out of that direction almost on purpose, like with the fires and with the, with the revelation and all these other money system stuff. That seems to be hitting the artificial intelligence. I mean, let's go on and on. It's been a distraction to exactly this subject, in my opinion. What do you think of that? I, I think you're asking me, like, how come we don't hear as much about Pizzagate as we were before? Well, yes. And how come they're not, you know, when, when you're talking about a hundred and um, or almost 200 and something indictments that are supposedly for um, pedophilia, whether it's true or not, that's what they're putting out there. Yeah. Wouldn't they have something like where's the backup? Like what you're saying, like there's no where are we seeing arrest? Where is there actually any validity to what they're saying as far as somehow relating it to Pizzagate? Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing, but yet, and I guess the thing to me is okay, then where are the kids and where are the people that are really doing this thing? Because it, there's no doubt in my mind that you don't draw pictures and you don't have and post pictures of children being sodomized and, and you know, eaten and all this other crazy stuff that was going on in these groups. Yeah, this is absolutely going on. And, and even with Pizzagate, you know, I have witnesses. I've taken statements from witnesses off the air. Uh, people that have been to the police and stuff like that. So we know this is going on. There's no doubt about that. Uh, now, you know, where are the kids? Yeah, this is going on. The kids are being abused right now. There's no, there's nothing slowing it down whatsoever. If anything, because they were able to to make Pizzagate this big uh, uh, straw man, uh, it's going on unimpeded whatsoever now. 
And then, and then yeah. you have people like Kronken making up these stories that, well, all these arrests around the corner. You know, that's a really damaging thing for people to be doing and saying that there's arrests going on and people being rounded up. Oh, we're winning. We're, we're not winning. Nothing's going on. This is all imagination uh, in our heads. And, and I think that's another problem with what happened with Pizzagate is, you know, because I, I was probably the first, you know, in, in Reddit when I did a radio show about Pizzagate, they were all flipping out. We finally got, it's finally making the, the media. It's finally the radio show. Look at that. Opens talking about our, our Pizzagate. I was, I was like the first show on the radio to do it. Right. And now after that, then they wanted to hire me. The whole Reddit wanted to hire me, the channel, <laughs> you know, let, let's 500 yeah. people. Yeah. 500 people hire Ed Opperman. I'm going to have 500 clients. How do I report back to this? This is insanity. It was just chaos. And, and they're finding evidence and they're posting it online. And then the evidence is getting taken down and people are getting threatened. It was just utter chaos. And then what do we see happening? Out of the blue comes some guy, a white knight, a man named George Webb, comes out of nowhere, shows up. I will be your hero. I've got 30,000 followers on YouTube overnight. I'm going to be a crowdsource investigator. No background in investigations, nothing. Throw money at me. I'm going to fly all around the country. Oh, uh, 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 proof of life. Proof of life. I'm safe again tonight. Don't worry. The guy's getting busted for DUIs. The guy's getting uh, uh, making uh, uh, this crazy stuff about uh, there's a, a nuclear bomb coming into a, a, a port. You know, insanity. So, you know, I. I but that's the distraction. Right. Right. They, they take something. And I see this. I work on a lot of this stuff off the air. Okay. And let me tell you something. And I'm, I was just, just, I was chatting with you about something right before we went on here that I'm, I'm working on off the air with the principles involved in, in that whole situation. Now, we're dealing with this kind of stuff, like with the Epstein case, I can tell you for an absolute fact, I could testify in court that the Mossad is running interference for, for Jeffrey Epstein. And that a lot of these stories you see published in the news are fake stories uh, about Pedophile Island and about Lolita Express. They want you to think that all this stuff is going on someplace far away. When all these crimes took place in Palm Beach, Florida, walking distance from Mar-a-Lago. The victim in that case, the main victim in that case, was a Mar-a-Lago employee, the little girl, Virginia Roberts, Worked at Mar-a-Lago in Trump's uh, 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 ladies' locker room there, folding towels. That's where she was picked up by Ghislaine Maxwell and delivered over to Jeffrey Epstein. Okay? These crimes took place in New York City, in, in, in Palm Beach, Florida. Not some faraway island. Not, it didn't all happen on airplanes. This stuff was happening right in front of everybody's faces. Epstein was getting uh, transcripts from their schools, from their, from their middle schools. He had their school transcripts when they raided his house. I mean, what the heck? How has, I guess, I'm like stuttering because it just seems so obvious and yet, again, obvious of how our system really worked, right? I mean, doesn't that make, I mean. Okay, well, well, look at this. Look at this. Kevin Spacey, okay? Now, I interviewed Kevin Spacey's brother about a year ago, okay? I put it up in my member section. And he talks about how their father was a white supremacist and their father molested the brother. He, uh, Randy Fowler is the brother. And he said, the father molested me. I said, did he, in, he molest Kevin too? He says, well, I don't know. I can't say. We talked about Kevin possibly being gay. I can't say. But look, a lot of suspicion, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Now, Kevin Spacey comes out because he's perving on little kids, 14-year-old kids, right? 17-year-old kids, Right? Now, how come we're getting blasted all over the news, Kevin Spacey? 
how come nobody mentions that he was on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? At the same time, Bill Clinton was on the plane. It was Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, and now alleged pedophile, accused pedophile, uh, what's his name, uh, Kevin Spacey and uh, Jeffrey Epstein, both, both right, and Clinton, too, an alleged rapist. Who else was on the plane with them? Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, what's his background? Chris Tucker was flying around. He has his own private plane, too. Chris Tucker, and he was the guy that when Michael Jackson, when they that uh, Bashir documentary came out, and they showed Michael Jackson with a little boy hugging him, saying, I sleep in the same bed with him, and the next day the paparazzi went nuts, Michael Jackson called up Chris Tucker and said, go pick up that kid and bring him to me. Okay? And that's what Chris Tucker testified to in court. All right? So here you got a little pack of guys here with similar <laughs> activities and interests going on. How come the press doesn't mention that? When you got Kevin Spacey blasted all over the news. Because that's selective. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is I feel like that is such a big part of the diversion of what's actually going on. Because if you take a look at what they're not mentioning in any direction, it's the things that we already know are true. But again, I feel like there's something being put in its place. It's now, instead of people looking at the political parties, the elite, the really wealthy, you're looking at Hollywood. You know, we're all looking at, at, at these different people that are in the limelight that we already, again, we I feel like we already know that they have been a part of this. Why is it that it, it's being outed now and not all over the board, I guess. Do you know what I'm saying? If there's all these supposed indictments, it, why wouldn't you be seeing in the paparazzi have it all over the place? Okay, a lot of these paparazzis, these companies, like Radar and stuff like that, one of these is funded by Epstein himself, and Trump has a lot to do with it too. I was working on a case about a year ago. Now, it was before the election. It was before the election, before November. Okay? And... Uh, it involved some stuff. And I was talking to, because, you know, I, I, mean, I did all that stuff with Tiger Woods and, Charlie, and Wienergate and, and Charlie Sheen. I was involved in all those cases, right? And I was talking to one of the, the, the people that was behind the scenes with all those cases, okay? Uh, and I was telling him about some information I had. And he says, yeah, well, you know, people are coming forward, young girls, with pictures on Trump's plane and pictures on Epstein's plane. But when they try to peddle them to, to the National Enquirer and to uh, Radar and all these places, they're getting purchased and then they're getting buried. These girls are getting paid off because these people are gatekeepers. You follow? The pots are gatekeepers. Which makes complete sense for so many things. I mean, and this is probably a stupid mention, but I'm going to say it anyway because... It, it actually, in my mind, is somewhat relevant. It's I recently rewatched The Men in Black, mm. the original, and that was one of the things that they were saying was the main source of information. But to, that you know, you had to filter it out. Like they would, they I, I think that it's used to put out mis or disinformation on all different levels. But they can throw a little truth in here and there so that they can announce that they've that they've. Um, what is that called? Do you know when you when you have to tell people um, disclosure? Yes, thank you. Right. So you've disclosed it to the public and this and that, but it's buried in all this bullshit. 
And and uh, that, anyway, that was part of the movie. And I just thought, you know, that's exactly what our society does in so many ways. If you think about what it is that you've been talking about for however long it is, and then you look at mainstream media, I mean, where are people's minds going? They're not going to um, what's happening in our society. It's not going to the political side. It's going to what did Trump tweet throughout the day and all these other crazy freaking things that uh, I can't believe people have focus on. I was just talking about this last night, my last 15 minutes. I do a live portion on Friday nights for about an hour from 7 to 8. And uh, I was just talking about this. There's definitely something going on where all of our icons in the media, like Matt Lauer and Kevin Spacey and, and Harvey Weinstein, and are, are being wiped off right in front of our faces. And, and, and what I'm hearing, too, Rosie O'Donnell just put out a tweet last night saying that she hears that the CNN and the Washington Post are investigating 20 to 30 congressmen for sexual harassment. Now, it's an easy crime to, to, to hit people on, you know, to, to, to frame people with actually. So they're, they're removing everybody we recognize right in front of our faces. Trump is doing all this craziness. With, with this business with Jerusalem, there was no need for this. It's just chaos out of his head. You know, and you can't tell me, well, it's the deep state that they were against him and the CIA's with the FBI, because this is, they didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> okay, this is something he did out of his own head. They didn't tell Trump to say, um, uh, well, Nazis are very fine people. Okay, this is craziness coming out of Trump's own head. That, that he's just, and he's surrounded now by these generals, you know, the secretary, of the, the, what's it, the chief of staff is a general, you know. We're seeing a, an upheaval and a, and a, an overturn of everything that's that's safe to us, that's recognizable. Well, we're going to suddenly have a whole bunch of new people running our, our news stations we've never seen before. A whole bunch of new congressmen in there we've never seen before. That all being removed uh, right from before our eyes, and we're going to see the president. This the presidency is not going to last. This is insanity. The chaos. This can't go on any, any longer. You know, it's it's going to. And we, and we have indictments in the White House. Uh, a, a, sec a, a press a, a campaign manager Paul Manford getting arrested this stuff hasn't happened before a, a defense intelligence agency guy a, a, a Flynn getting arrested this stuff has never happened in my lifetime I'm 55 years old we're, we're reaching a, a turning point here where there's such chaos that they're going to come in with a solution to calm our fears and, and take it all away from us and people are going to sit back and applaud oh thank you so much for, for protecting us from the crazy Trump and from the, all this stuff, you know, and, and those crazy sexual harassers, you know, and what it's going to be, I don't know, but, but I, we're, we're, we're in a, in a pivotal time here. Uh, you know, I heard Barry talking about that. He thinks it's, you know, but, but well, I don't know. It, it could be, I was even saying that last night. It could be because these fires are a tip off too. By the way, these fires are totally unusual. I mean, this is a whole nother. You don't have fires like this. The whole Ventura County burns down 500 homes. We've never had this before in my life. You know, so there's something going on, but we have to examine it. We have to keep our eye on it and talk about it. We can't jump to conclusions. You know, I don't believe it's any of this directed energy weapons. They show a picture of this plane right away. Oh, this is a directed energy weapon. We don't know that. You know, we have to find out. <laughs> we just can't come up with stuff, you know. We got to find out see what it is. You know? so, but something's up, that's for sure. Well, and I mean, I'll be honest with you, and I could go into this whole big conspiracy thing, which I'm, I'm not going to, because it people do think 
I'm a nut job. You know, I I truly believe that part of what's happening and part of them stealing the energy of these children has to do with mm. keeping control of this planet. And as, as people, you know, want to believe or, or not, I believe that, that this planet has enslaved the human race on however many levels that people are capable of believing. And when you start talking about, or when I am, I have been talking about the artificial intelligence and the idea of people being dumbed down, I mean, that's all through chemtrails and the food that we eat. If you talk about every single element of what it takes to survive on this planet is being subjected to <laughs> like destruction so I guess my question in all of that is how is it that this is going to shift and how much exposure do you really think is coming and, and I know that you said that it's still going on that, that all the all the game playing, all the bullshit, all the all the pedophilia and the trafficking, all that stuff, it's still going on behind the the actual reality that they don't let anybody see. But do you think that on any level people are going to wake up to what's happening and it's going to force exposure? Is that on any level a reality? Well, you know, obviously, you know, by me talking about it, that's what I'm hoping, you know. That's what I'm hoping, uh, but uh, you know, do I see any indications of that? Really, you know, uh, you know, no. That's what I'm, I'm trying to do. You know, I'm trying to get on more stations, get my voice voice out there and stuff. You know, you got to remember, you know, uh, <laughs> you might laugh, but you know, five years ago, when I first started, you know, I started started looking into Epstein like eight years ago, and, and he didn't even have a Wikipedia page. It was nothing about this guy. And when I did the first show on Epstein, and I looked around for a guest. There was no other shows. No one was talking about Epstein. I'm, I'm like the guy who started all this, <laughs> you know. Uh, now, you, you mentioned. But didn't people think you were? I mean, how many people really wanted to hear it? And weren't you the crazy one? Nah, not really. I don't know. But the thing is, you're talking about wow. how, how 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 the energy released from these kids being abused is is is, is somehow being utilized, right? Now, you, you're not wrong with that, okay? Because if you go and look at the Old Testament. Okay, in the Old Testament, right, uh, they used to have these things called these Asherah poles, right? And these Asherah poles uh, were for the sacrifice of children, and the people who did it and worshipped these Asherah poles and sacrificed these children to these poles did it for political power, okay? Now, and even Solomon, toward the end of his life, Solomon, the wisest man in the world, right? Well, the richest man, wisest man, right? The wisdom of Solomon wrote the Psalms, wrote, wrote the Proverbs. Uh, even toward the end of his life, he turned to these Asher poles. And, and his sons destroyed them all uh, when he died and they became king. Now, never in the Bible, and, and I always wondered when I was reading the Bible, why would they turn to these Asher poles, you know, if, if there, were, there was a burning bush and they, you know, had all this proof that God was real? Why would they turn, a guy like Solomon, why would he turn from God, the one true God, and and go worship these Asher poles. Well, obviously, because they were working. They, they, they were getting results when they went to the Asher poles. Now, nowhere in history do we see a time where these people who believed in these Asher poles and sacrificing children for political power, nowhere in history do we see a time where they say, well, you know what? We, we stopped doing that. 
<laughs> and we stopped doing it because it didn't work. You know? no, where is that? No, it went on the ground. It's secret. But I don't think anybody stopped doing it. I think they're still doing it. And I think it works. Well, they even talk about, I mean, and I don't know how relative this is, and I don't mean to sound ignorant, but it's like in the time of Caesar, you hmm. know, he was using and manipulating, uh, you know, young boys and, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And anyway, I mean, there, this has been going on for not a little amount of time. No, the, the, the thing with the uh, molesting young boys with Spartans and all that kind of stuff, yeah, that, that's throughout history. That seems to be something that's gone on forever. And it's interesting, too, how in the Senate and in the Congress, how they have those pages, you know, those teenage pages that run around that are always getting molested. There was a big scandal when I was coming up as a youngster, you know, and, and, and they, they, they know something we don't know, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and, that's exactly and, and here's the crazy thing about it and I guess that this this is where I, I don't get answers from anybody who's involved in the Catholic Church so I, I'm not sure what direction to go with that and I may not but it, you know it's it's just very interesting to me that they are not mentioned anywhere that they seem to all of a sudden just disappeared but yet and the reason I keep bringing up the black and white Pope is because do you remember when the new pope came in and he released the dove and the crow came in and killed it no actually i don't know i don't remember that no and i don't know if it was a photoshop thing you know what i mean i mean and i may not even again i may not be using the right word it, it could have been but that was so idealistic to me because i feel like our government is like a reflection of what's really going on in so many directions it's like you have these front people who basically i mean any any government office you go into you you have some of those that are very dedicated and they're doing their job and god bless them but a majority are there to get their paycheck and get the fuck out of there so then you have the the catholic church and all this society do you think that you have the front which is the white and then the actual running which is the dark and the black because look at our society well the, the thing is anybody who could be involved in catholicism roman catholicism um, would have to know that the it's a perverted uh, interpretation of scripture there's no way you could be studying scripture you know like and and, and follow that, that nonsense they're putting out you know uh, so they, they they have a motive for it i don't know what it is but uh, it's definitely not following scripture that's for sure and, and i was brought up a uh, catholic you know i went to catholic school and all that kind of stuff i saw i saw priests molesting kids you know i saw it right in front of my own eyes uh, it, i mean how i mean doesn't that just like i guess to me the fact that there was so much exposure and yeah. that's what i'm saying is that it was almost like when this whole idea of one secret society shall be revealed and then all of a sudden we see a selective amount of pedophiles within um, a certain elite group or idea that people are in a group, right? The front people again. It, it, it's not, again, being exposed where maybe it's at more than anywhere, which is like what you're saying in the structure of society, like uncle so-and-so, you know, um, uh, cousin so-and-so, babysitter so-and-so, all of these different 
oh, I mean, it seems to have spread like some type of disease on this planet. Is that true, or am I just? Is it just being exposed more than usual? No, I think it's increased. And a couple, of, first of all, it, it went on when I was a kid too, because there was. I can remember going to the movie theaters and and the, the ushers telling us, "Don't go upstairs to the balcony because that's where all the weird stuff is going on." You know, it, it's it's been going on for, and even growing up in the Catholic Church, I saw it. You know, but you're talking about now. You got someone again like Jeffrey Epstein, right? And his one client that we know about is this guy Wexler, right? Uh, who, mm-hmm. who owns Victoria's Secrets and owns The Limited, right? And so he owns The Limited, and The Limited has another department store called The Limited 2, which is for little girls. It's for little girls, eight, seven, eight, six, five, four, three. And, and they, he, he's producing clothes for these little girls that are seductive clothes for an adult. But the little girls are wearing them. Too provocative type of clothing. Now, does he do this for his... Because somehow one of these girls is going to grow up and he's going to groom her? No, he's grooming these girls for all of society for some reason. Now, like you said, it's releasing some kind of an energy into the atmosphere. Right. Now, you got YouTube, right? Now, that's one example. And and we have, too, like Weinstein and his characters. These are the people molding our minds with the movies, and and they're inserting all these ideas in the movies. And we wonder, well, how come all this stuff is going on? Well, now we know. They're all a bunch of perverts and weirdos. Now, we got... Because let me tell you something. You you can hit on, you can be flirting with your secretary or the receptionist and you have a crush on or whatever, but no one's coming out of a bathroom with a towel, with a a bathrobe open. This is insanity. Masturbating in front of people. This is craziness. (laughs) They're not going to get a date that way. Truly, like, I, I, as a a mother, as a person, as a human being, when you think of a child, if you're getting a boner over it, there's something wrong with you like there is not anything in my opinion like kids are about boogers and right. grow up and shit and whining you know what i mean i mean let's be realistic about what it's like to be around children i, I know exactly what you mean but but i, I really want to get this out because it's important because because oh, like, like, they're, they're grooming they're grooming society with this kind of altered perverse uh, attitude and and where is this now going on uh, rampantly and for no for no reward, there's no reward on YouTube. Right. On YouTube, YouTube, there's so much weird stuff going on on YouTube. If you know what to look for, and it, I, 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 I'm in, in shock at the stuff that I've been exposed to over a year. There, there are YouTube channels with millions of hits that are not monetized either, with millions of hits, with eight-year-old kids, seven-year-old kids, five-year-old kids. Okay, doing bizarre. Not no nudity and no overt sexual activity, but it's sexualized behavior meant to be erotic. Okay, to, 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 and, and you can read the comments. They're all talking about it. Okay, and millions of hits. Now, in order to view these, you got to prove you're 18 years old. You got to prove you're 18 years old to watch an eight-year-old eight little girl. Now, why? So YouTube, there's an algorithm where they know that this is some kind of perverted stuff, right? And then you got all this weird stuff, this Elsa stuff with these, uh, the Spider-Man and Frozen and the, the cartoons having sex with each other and doing bizarre stuff, drinking alcohol. Are you aware of all that? No. These, See, are, I get- these are very, very well-produced, expensive cartoons that are on YouTube, directed at our children, that are totally perverse and perverted. And they've got millions and millions and millions of hits. And none of them are monetized either. Someone's financing this for a reason. 
And it's just I like mean, you said, to release this energy into the atmosphere. Exactly. And that's all. I, and to almost make it, because to me, again, it's not just about the pedophilia. I mean, this is a rape culture. Mm. If you take a look at what's happening to the planet, what's happening to finances, what's happening to our society, the family unit. I mean, you go down the line of every aspect. I mean, even religion. It's been, you know, just almost completely taken into a, a, the opposite direction of what it was intended. I, I mean, the manipulation, what we're talking about in the Catholic Church and how it almost becoming common ground that these priests are molesting young boys and, and that somehow these young boys are supposed to be growing up and, and having faith in God. Like, does that even, where does that go? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and then you take a look at our society, and that's where it goes. Like, that's what every, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like, I heard there was a video game, speaking of, where they have, and they have to tell you about it before you purchase it, is that um, 20 minutes of, of, you can actually torture and rape a hooker for 20 minutes. Oh, boy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, and I, I tell you something. All this has happened in a very short time because in the 70s, you know, uh, it was so extreme, you know, for pornography. You had to go to 42nd Street. You know, you, you didn't have it on your computer and your phone. You know, people, you know, you hear these stories today. So it's happened. All this has happened in such a short time. I, I have a guest coming on. I, I did an interview with uh, Scotty Schwartz. Uh, who is, believe it or not, you know who he is? <laughs> He's the kid. Remember the the movie A Christmas Story? He was, I do. Yeah, he was the little kid that got his tongue stuck on the pole. Oh, my God. Yeah, yes. So later okay. on, he became involved in pornography. But he, he was he was a porno, porn producer and stuff like that. But he was best friends with Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. So he's right in the middle of that whole thing. I did 90 minutes with him. And then after that, I did a, a, a 30 minutes with this woman uh, who is uh, an anti-porn activist, you know? Uh, so... It, it's and also too I, I did those shows with um dr um judith reisman who was historically she was fighting with the kinsey report she was fighting with the kinseys and and phil donahue way back in the 70s really really brilliant woman now, it, it, it's come so far and so fast this drastic change in our morals and uh, uh and it, it's there's no study or, or testing that can see what results this is happening in our life, what the effects are. They can't be positive effects, obviously. Uh, they're, they're negative effects. Uh, but there's no, um, out, no, no turning back at this point. Uh, and, and you're right. It's unleashing a dark cloud over the world, all this stuff. It, it, and here's the thing. And this is – I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to make this about me in any direction, but I feel like this. Good, question, I'll turn your mic off. <laughs> I know, it's like, stop it. I know, this isn't my show. No, no, I, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like this last year was a reflection of what is coming for others. And it's not like, oh, I'm special or anything else. It's like somehow this, what hit me in this last year was something, it has to do with these frequencies. And it's not that I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to play a victim or trying to, you know, play into all these things that, that I feel are going on on the planet. It's really, I got to experience on a very deep level. And I do, 
I believe that the control that has been given to the powers that be is so far outside of what we can even comprehend. I mean, when you're talking about frequency and massive you know, distribution to certain areas, I mean, what if it's like, you know, people were talking about the fluoride and different things, and, oh, that's to just make people stupid, and they're adding lead. But one of the other things that people didn't realize is that it causes a lack of magnesium. And if you look it up, and you find out that in men, if you have a lack of magnesium, it causes a form of perversion. Oh, really? Which, oh. Yes. And here's the thing. There's a lot of medical terms that they use, and I'm not using them properly. But that's exactly what it breaks down to, is that it actually causes a chemical in the brain that makes, and, and, and men more so than women because of how their brain works. And it is different. So... Anyway, they've attacked and attached the lack of magnesium. So that's one of the things that if you look at like GMOs, if you look at the purpose of lead, if you look at all these different things, it, it's, a, it's not able to absorb keeping it within the body. And, and what ends up happening, and tell me if, if you think this is true, if I'm too far-fetched, we don't have that much longer, but mm. when... The experiments that have been done on evolution, like when you take a lizard and you take it from the water and you move it to the desert or the opposite direction, half of them die and half of them adapt. Forced evolution, right? Do you think that with the human race, the influx of lead, which is also a huge transmitter, could that be turning the human race into this artificial intelligence and into the perfect slave race that then is dominated with this whatever control is that they have and that they are taking the children with and that they are keeping hidden from the population on and on and on. I mean, wouldn't it make sense instead of killing everybody to actually just make them better slaves? You know, speaking of slave lip race, I can hear someone pounding on a door trying to get out of your place over there. I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> what are you holding? You got slaves over there, Sherry? Go. Listen, a couple of things I want to add is that uh, I, I talked to someone. You know, when we brought over the Nazis from Operation Paperclip, we also brought them over for, and they started the Food and Drug Administration, was run by Nazis, was created by the Nazis that we brought over from Germany. So. Absolutely, uh, they they are creating a slave race. That, that's why they want to bring these South Americans up here because they're they're uneducated and they're very docile and they they, they go along with the, the the orders, taking orders. There's no doubt in my mind they're dumbing us down. The colleges and even high schools, the, the, the stuff they're teaching is nothing like when I went to school. It's just garbage. And, and I try and hire kids. You know, I used to hire kids high school when I had my business back in the '90s and in the late '80s. And and now I try and hire adults, and they're the stupidest people I've ever met in my life. You can't you can't hire any good employees these days. So yeah, they are dumbing us down a hundred percent, and 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 we're already living like slaves. You know, if if you're living just to produce a roof over your head, and food for your mouth, and transportation to get back and forth to work, you're you're a slave. You know, even if you get a vacation once a year, you're you're a slave. You're living to subside to subsist. So. Um, and and for some reason, people are are too wimped out to to resist this and to stand up and to say no, I'm I'm not going to take this anymore. 
you know, uh, and and maybe it'll happen. I don't know, because uh, things are, are very different from when uh, back in the seventies or the eighties or, or when I grew up. Uh, things are very different now. People have a different kind of attitude, and they, they're just much more willing to go along and get shot down in the street and accept it, and and have the police totally disrespect them. Uh, when they, even when they even when you call the police because you're in trouble, and you call the police to come help, and they they come in and they're running you for warrants. <laughs> you know what the hell is going on here? You know, so well, yeah. I, this takes me. This is something weird. Tell me if you think this is weird or if it's just me. I went to the county municipal court to drop off paperwork for one of my kids, yeah. which I get into whatever that's about. But anyway, um, when that when I did that, I'm sitting waiting, you know, at the little uh, counter. And I'm noticing that all of the security guards in the county building, which is where the frickin' police department is, they are private security. And they're a company called Allied Universal. Have you heard of them? I haven't heard of that one, but I do know that uh, uh, a lot of the private security here is trained in Israel, you know? Uh, the, these companies, um, what the? Whack and Hut and stuff like that, all come out of Israel. Um, well, these were definitely young um, I mean, to me, and, and God, I hope that this is not taking offense, but it's, they look like very young, dumb kids. Yeah. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like really, you know, and they're carrying guns and they, you know, they look like police officers at first, but then when you look at their badges and you look at different stuff, yeah, they're private security. And I'm thinking to myself, in every aspect of our society, the government, these this money system is double dipping. Yeah, you know because what they're doing is they're taking the taxes, the tax money, and they're um, developing these, um, you know, police departments, water departments, this and that for the communities, and then they're selling it or subcontracting it out or just directly contracting it out, and then recharging for the same service. So you're paying, it, it's like with the public service companies, when we originally started paying taxes for our community, the community services were included in that. Now we pay everything separate. Yeah. How is that even somewhat acceptable, except that over time, it's just become the way it is? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, even in the military where they privatize the, the phone calls and the meal delivery and the laundry and stuff. Now, one thing, I don't know if you caught what happened this week. Uh, an article came out, a very d detailed report came out of Intercept, where they talk about how uh, Eric Prince and Ali North have approached Trump and they've approached uh, uh, Pompeo, the CIA director, about forming a new secret police, a new secret intelligence uh, division that would report exclusively to Trump. They would recruit their... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they would recruit their own people, and they wouldn't report to CIA or DIA or, or NSA or any of these other groups, and, and they would report only directly to, to Trump. He would have his own secret police. I saw that, and I thought to myself, I thought, this is exactly... See, here's the thing, though, and this is the catch, is, and, and I'll be interested to know your opinion. I know we don't have that, that much time, but... Is it good or is it bad? You know, if you take a look at the CIA, if you take a look at the FBI, if you take a look at um, Homeland Security, we know they're dirty. We know that they are corrupt 100%. Is he going to um, just, you know, basically make a place where he can unite them all? Or is he going to come in and clean it up? I mean, what direction is he on? What, what side is he on? 
Well, it, for as far as Trump goes, it's the smart move because if you want to be a, a successful dictator, you got to have your own secret police. Uh, oh do, do I think that he would be doing this for the benefit of you and me? Not in your wildest imaginations. Uh, Trump's a con man, a thief. He's a gangster. He's a, a pedophile. No doubt in my mind. Oh, this guy. No doubt that this guy has nothing interest in helping anybody but himself and his family and, and who he can steal from. I said when he got elected, he was going to go in. He was going to steal everything that wasn't nailed down. And I've been right from the start. He's, you know, he's building the the, the 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 defense department like a million dollars a month to, it's oh. for for an apartment in Trump Towers. <laughs> this guy's, you know. Yes, and I also, I mean, did you realize that one of the things that, and maybe this is going way far, you know, and above, is that you know he has increased the military in certain areas yeah. by such an outrageous number. And to, do you? Do you think, and I'm just going to throw this out there because we only have like a minute left, do you think that he is in the process of eliminating the middle class and instead of having a middle class, we will then have a military class? So you'll have the poor, you'll have the military, and you'll have the elite. There'll be no in-between at all. Yeah, he, but, but he's so incompetent, I don't think he can pull any of this off. Uh, and even, even with guys like Schiller and, and Prince and, and, and Ollie North coming back out of the, you know, <laughs> the cocaine smuggling business. I don't, yeah. that, like, doesn't that seem like a fairy tale? Like, yeah. I mean, to me, that's like, wait a second. Did everybody on the fucking planet, like, rewind and something got erased? Because I sure as shit remember all that. We are living in scary times. Okay. And like n never before. And uh, you, you got to stay in prayer is one thing I would say and, and watch your back and, and, you know, and have an exit plan, too. You know, it might be time to get out of this country. It's so funny that you say that because it's like, you know, that's one of the things my, my mom is like, it's time for you to get a passport. And yeah. I don't think that she was like thinking, oh, jump the country. But it's like just coincidence, you know, how things play out. And we don't really know what direction this country is going because it sure seems like um, – the money system, the banking system, the, the mortgage system. I mean, the people themselves, when you create a, a society that is in survival, it's can, it, it can go in any direction. And, and so I'm going to definitely be interested to see what direction that goes. And I, I really appreciate everything you do. And thank you so much for coming on the show with me and, and hosting and stepping up for, with PIR. You really, you've brought so much to our society that you probably won't be recognized for until you're dead. I'm sorry, Ed. Could, could be any day. <laughs> could be any day now. So keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> Listen, oh my God! Th don't say that. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you so much for coming on, and I and everybody tune in for Ed Opperman up next. That's right.